This is Mr. Lewis and New York Sports 101, the new podcast for your New York Mets baseball. We'll be talking about the New York Mets. Uh, we'll be covering the New York Jets and Giants when the season starts and the Mets season is over. Uh, we have covered the Knicks in our previous podcast. We'll be doing all those guys, all four of those teams throughout the podcast. Um, we possibly will be doing the Buffalo Bills. Uh, that depends on my what my friends want to do as far as Jimmy Costello and uh, uh, tell us a lot as far as they want to do on this uh, podcast. It is a kind of a New York sport because it's in Buffalo, um, but we will give you updated on that in the near future. Right now, I'm Andre Lewis. If you have any questions to ask me in these podcasts, you can reach me at ATLWR14. Again, that's ATLWR14. If you have any questions or comments about the podcast and you want me to cover anything, I can cover it on the podcast and um, give you my best opinion on it. Uh, We'll be covering a little bit about basketball, um, a little bit about football, a smidget about football, and then we'll talk about the mistakes that I made last week. And then we'll get into the games that um, the Mets had this past week. Uh, we'll get into the Nats game on Sunday, which I was at. Uh, we'll get into the Twins, the two-game series with the Twins. And we'll get into half the games that the Mets played with Atlanta. First, we'll get into some a smidget of basketball. Um, I was in New York City. But I wasn't at the game uh, against Brooklyn and Miami. There was a big send-off for Wade. Um, I was in, unfortunately, I was in the Knicks-Pistons um, game, in which the Knicks got blown out. They got the, the doors blown off them. The Pistons really needed that game to automatically make the playoffs, and they eventually did. They beat us by, I believe, like 25, but that doesn't. that's not why I'm bringing this up. The reason why I'm bringing this up because there was something funny that happened in the Brooklyn game against Wade. Um, Melo was there. Chris Paul was there. And um, LeBron James was there. They were there to support Dwayne Wade in his last game in, his, in the season, in his career. Um, uh, there was a sequence. Uh, the Heat was, I believe the Heat were blowing him out. And um, there was a play where the whistle got blown. And uh, one of the next players gave the ball to Melo. And Melo stood up, and he was about to take a three. And now everybody in this arena got excited. They wanted him to shoot. And when he passed the ball, everybody was so disappointed. It was the funniest thing I've seen at a basketball game for a (laughs) non-player. I've never seen that happen. He literally took the ball and was about to take a jump shot. Even the announcer was getting excited. He said, oh, Melo's about to shoot, and he doesn't shoot it. And everybody was going nuts. It was really, really funny. A good moment. Um, speaking of Wade, uh, Moutier, I remember um, he got denied a Wade jersey. And everybody made fun of Moutier on, on the Internet because of that. Because uh, Moutier went up to Wade and said, hey, can I have this jersey? And Wade was like, nah, I got to give it to someone else. Everybody was just up in arms and just making fun of Moutier. And it was a pretty funny moment. But... Wade made good of this promise. He actually uh, sent a jersey to Wade um, um, at his, to his home and signed it. And Moutier was pretty appreciative of it. And he posted on Twitter that he thanked Wade for giving him the uh, with the jersey, which was pretty nice. I was I was uh, felt 
felt bad about Moody getting denied, but he ended up getting the jersey uh, eventually. So that was nice of Wade. Uh, I talked about Jameis Winston last week and saying that he verbally uh, sexually harassed a, a Uber driver verbally, but it wasn't the case. He grabbed her in a car at a driveway at a drive-through area. I didn't know that that happened, so um, that was a mistake from last week. He ended up getting suspended two games for that. Uh, the reason why I brought that up is because of the Pizingas, uh incident with the rape charge that he has um, because of this being such a big thing. I was wondering if they're going to suspend him because the NFL does stuff like this. Even if people are not convicted, they still suspend him because they don't want their names getting tarnished in the news. So that's why I brought up uh, Ezekiel last week and Pac-Man Jones and Sanchez and Jameis Winston. But I didn't know what Jameis Winston actually did, but this is what he did. Uh, Last week, uh, I couldn't remember what in the world I was talking about with Peter Alonzo getting a hit in Bronx and pinch hitting, pinch running for him. The reason why I brought that up is because I made a mistake about Dominic Smith being on second base. He wasn't on second base. It was, in fact, Peter Alonzo. He got a hit, and then Bronxton uh, pinched run for him, and then he ended up scoring on a Cano base hit. So that's why I brought that up last week. I couldn't remember what it was. Lewis Brunson was the runner on second base against uh, the Mets in Miami. He was the runner on second base that made that terrible read on the ball that got hit the Rosario, and he got doubled off. Um, I couldn't remember who the name was, and it was Lewis Brunson. 2016 was when Estrubo Cabrera hit that walk-off home run. It was three years ago. I thought it was two years ago. Uh, that was the best game I ever attended. I brought that up because the best, second best game I attended was the game that the Mets uh, came back and won 6-5 to five on Saturday where my daughter was. Um, uh, 2012 is when the Mets moved the fences in. Uh, I talked about this because of the wall of flushing. I believe J.D. Davis hit uh, over the wall of Flushing. Uh, that was the original wall that the Mets had, and that ballpark was was ridiculously big. I don't even know what the Mets were thinking uh, with the original configuration of the fences. Uh, so 2012, they moved the fences in, and um, it's it's now a fair ballpark to hit a home run in. 2015, they did something with the outfield and moved the walls even more. I think it was left center field. They moved the walls in even more. Um, Mats, he had eight strikeouts at the game I was at. Um, I couldn't remember how many strikeouts he was. He pitched well. He pitched well, and he's continuing to pitch well. Uh, he still makes me nervous, but he's doing decent enough for the Mets to be winning ball games while he, when he pitches. Uh, McNeil uh, was hit by a pitch, not walked, versus the Nats. I think I said he walked, and uh, he was, in fact, hit by a pitch. Um, he wasn't walked. Now, we'll get into these games. The Mets played the Nats on Sunday. They played the Twins on Wednesday and Thursday. And they have a four-game series with the Braves. And I will cover the games that they had on, oh, you know what? I think it was, um, I think the Twins played the Mets Tuesday and Wednesday. And then the Mets played um the Braves Thursday and Friday, Saturday and Sunday, but I'm only going to cover Thursday and Friday. Uh, we'll get into the Mets-Nats game, which what's the game I was at. It was uh, 
Jacob DeGrom bobblehead day. The Mets lose 12-9. I was at this game. It was great to get bobbleheads. I mean, this line to get these bobbleheads were wrapped around the whole stadium. But uh, I ended up getting my bobblehead. It was great to get my bobblehead. They uh, presented DeGrom with the Cy Young Award trophy that day as well. Um, but the Mets ended up losing 12-9. Uh, Scherzer ended up pitching this game. Scherzer, uh, he's a bulldog because he ended up pitching. This is, was his third game pitching. And, not, and and a lot of teams, pitchers, didn't even pitch their second game yet. And he's already at his third game. But um, um, in the second inning, Wheeler walked two batters. Um, he had the bases loaded, and the pitcher was up. Scherzer was up with one out. And lo and behold, Scherzer gets a hit. And they end up being one nothing. Um, there was a lot of balls hit hard, and um, it ended up being five nothing on two hits and a sacrifice fly. Uh, and the Mets went down early, very early. The bottom of the second inning, um, there was a weird play after the Mets scored a run with Broxton. Uh, J.D. Davis was on first. Um, um, the slow runner Ramos was on second, and Broxton struck out. And for some odd reason, J.D. Davis and Ramos tried to steal. And um, Ramos made it to third. But J.D. Davis is looking around with his hands out in the air, looking around, wondering why. uh, I don't even know what he was thinking. He just didn't make it to second base, and they tagged him out. Um, Broxton, uh, I thought that you can't advance after swinging and missing because you know when there's nobody on first and you swing and miss and the and the catcher drops the ball you can advance to first base but if there's occupied on first base I'm not sure if you can try to run the first base so with Bruxton swinging and missing and running the first the probably the runners panicked and like ran to their next base so that's the only thing I could think of but it was poor base running by J.D. Davis ended up uh, getting us out of that inning, we could have got some runs maybe in that second inning. But in the fifth inning, Wheeler walked four people. Um, he walked in a run, made it 6-1, to one, and he got taken out of the game after that terrible job by Wheeler. Um, the sixth inning, uh, the Mets uh, pitchers, uh, at that point, out of 13 batters, the Mets pitchers walked nine batters, and they kept walking people all all game. Um the seventh and ninth inning, Alonzo and Conforto hit some home runs to get us back into the game, uh, but the Mets couldn't pull it out in the ninth inning. The Mets lose uh, 12-9. to uh, Disappointing, to, and um, it was kind of a long game for me because I had to get up out of there to go to WrestleMania. Um, and trying to get to four boroughs <laughs> to get to WrestleMania was pretty bad. Um... um the game ended late, so I had to get from five o'clock to seven o'clock to um, to uh, New Jersey, um, which WrestleMania was fantastic, by the way. Uh, big up to Kofi Kingston; uh, he won the WWE Championship. Um, I was with my friend. Uh, WrestleMania went for hours. Actually, WrestleMania started at five o'clock, and that's the time I left um, uh, Queens to go to to uh, Jersey. Um, there was a pre-show for two hours, and then the main show went from seven to twelve thirty, 
12.45 at night. It was unbelievable. It was so late that a lot of people I heard um, missed the train and was stranded in Jersey because the train, pathway train, I think the pathway train stops running after one. So if you didn't make that first train, you were stranded. It was ridiculous by New Jersey, um, New Jersey Transit. Um, but WrestleMania was unbelievable. They had an all-female uh, main event with Ronda Rousey. Um, Becky Lynch ended up winning. Uh, it, was, it was a terrific night uh, for wrestling fans, which I am. So we move on to the Twins game. And I didn't go to this game because I'm a wrestling fan. I went to WWE SmackDown on Tuesday in Brooklyn because the ground is pitching. I was like, uh, you know, the ground's got this. And I've seen the ground pitch so many times in the past. And the Mets lose, 14-8. It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. Uh, DeGrom gave up many, many runs. Um, in the second inning, Mitch Garver hit a home run, and it broke the 28-inning scoreless streak by DeGrom. Now, Mitch Garver um, was my neighbor. Um, he lived in Rochester because he used to play for the Rochester Red Wings, which is the, uh, which is the minor league uh, ball club for the... Uh, Minnesota Twins, the Rochester Red Wings. He actually lived down the street from me. He was my neighbor. Um, he hit a home run in the second inning, and he also hit two more. There was two more home runs uh, hit in the third. I, he gave, DeGrom gave up a lot of home runs and a lot of runs. Uh, he gave up another Mitch Garver home run in, this, in the third inning. Um, in the fifth inning, the Mets had a chance uh, with the bases loaded, and McNeil flew out. Um, they could have got back in this game, but they didn't. Um, Polanco also had a terrific game in this. In this, he had a um, cycle two days prior in, in the Phillies game, and in this game he had a single, a triple, and a home run. So he had a great game. Uh, Peter Alonso had a great game as well. He had two home runs um, in this game. He's turning into a superstar, and um, the Mets ended up not coming back. Uh, they lost fourteen to eight. Um, pretty disappointing, but you know, it's one of those things that you know the Grom has to at least get one bad outing in his life. <laughs> He's not perfect. They move on to the Twins game on third Wednesday. I wasn't at this game as well because I was at the Knicks' last home game of the season. Um, they played the Twins. They beat the Twins nine to six. Kepler got it started. Uh, this is the game that uh, Syndergaard started. Kepler got it started. In the third, with a single to score a run, uh, the Mets in the fifth inning scored a lot of runs. McNeil's first, uh, go, first uh, McNeil had a, a blunder at first base. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't even talk today. Ugh. McNeil had a blunder, um, base running blunder. Uh, he was on third base, and um, I believe there's a wild pitch. And the wild pitch, now, the, the backstop the ba in City Field is pretty short. So when the ball got uh, thrown and it was a wild pitch, it got bounced right back at the catcher and he threw it to home. McNeil froze. I don't know what McNeil was looking at, but the pitcher threw the ball to third base and, and tagged and got him out, got McNeil out. But uh, that really could have gave us more runs than we did end up getting because seven straight batters got either walked, hit, or just, I mean, seven straight batters got on without getting a hit. Ramos gets a two-run single to put the Mets up 6-1, to one, and the Mets gave up some runs here and there towards the end of the game, but they ended up uh, 
Closing it out, uh, the Mets win 9-6. They split with the Twins, which I originally said that was going to happen. So we move on to the Mets and Braves. Uh, The Mets ended up beating the Braves. Uh, The second inning, Rosario hit an opposite field home run um, to put the Mets up 3-0. Um, in the sixth inning, Rosario had another opposite field home run. I'm, I'm sorry, opposite field single to put us up 6-2. to two. And uh, then in the seventh inning, the monstrous home run that Peter Alonso hit opposite field into the water somewhere in Atlanta. I didn't even know it existed until Peter Alonso hit it. It was unbelievable. Uh, the Mets ended up winning, I believe, 6-3. to three. Um, Diaz had got himself into some trouble in the ninth, and it was making me so nervous because Freeman was up with two runners on, six to three, and he was up, and Freeman kills us every. Oh my goodness, it was it was getting nerve wracking. But Diaz struck him out, and we ended up winning this game six to three. Oh, I could just see Freeman getting another opportunity and putting the ball somewhere in downtown Atlanta. But it didn't happen, and we ended up winning this game. And I want to talk about the Mets in general with uh, the fact that they're going opposite field. They have been going opposite field every game, and they're doing it beautifully. And it's a testament to what Robinson Cano has been doing and what he's been teaching the Mets players to do. Opposite field hitting is what you want to do. With all these shifts nowadays and... and um. Uh, pitchers pitching to the shift. Cano has been teaching the Mets, hit it where they ain't. Uh, you see Alonzo's doing it. Cano's doing it. Rosario's doing it. Rosario's doing it almost every night. Uh, Conforto has been doing it a little bit, but he's been hitting, he's been hitting the ball out of the park lately. Uh, Ramos has been doing it. Uh, um, we got to get um, Nimmo to start doing it, but... Uh, majority of the Mets players have been hitting it opposite field, and it's very good to see. And when you do that, and this is why the Mets are still in first place, when you do that, teams teams have a tough time um, playing you. They don't know where to play you. Uh, at some point, they're going to have to start playing the Mets straight up because there have been opposite field hits left and right, and this is how the Mets have been scoring their runs, a lot of, a lot of runs. Get into the game against the Nats the next day. The Mets win this game. Uh, in the first inning, Wheeler uh, um, gave uh, walked the bases loaded and gave up a sack fly, and it ended up being one to nothing. Second inning is when the Mets uh, took the lead for good. Nimmo hit a two-run homer, uh, made it two to one. Um, Nemo was dropped in the lineup because he's been striking out left and right. I think he has up to 21 strikeouts now. It's ridiculous. Uh, he needed to get moved down to the lineup uh, for that day. Uh, I believe they gave Alonzo the day off that day. He's a superstar. There's no reason why he should be getting any days off. He needs to be playing. Um, in the fourth inning, the Mets scored four runs to make it 6-1. to one. Wheeler ended up going six innings. Uh, gave up six hits, two runs, and struck out eight. He did a better job. I, I was I was worried about Wheeler because um, he's been struggling the last couple of starts. But um, this game, he turned it around. Um, the announcers uh, last night in the game, which I won't be covering, I'll be covering on my next podcast, said that Wheeler was getting it up to 100 miles per hour on the gun. I don't know if that's true, but uh, I'll have to double check on that. But... Uh,
so the Mets get a split um, with both uh, with the Twins. Well, they lost the series against the Nationals. They get a split with the Twins, and the worst case scenario today, they can get a split with um, the Braves. Um, I did predict that the Mets were going to get a split with the Twins, and uh, and um, um, a split with the Braves. So they did pretty good. Um, the Mets are still in first place by one game over the Phillies. Um, uh, I think with the upcoming games, we have tonight's game against Atlanta, which is on ESPN tonight. I believe Duke Grom is going. It's at 7 p.m. Great job by ESPN to start having the games a little earlier because there's just no point in having an East Coast game at 8 o'clock in the middle of the night in the middle of of April trying to play a game and and it just just didn't make any sense and then when people's trying to tune into sports center they see this game still going on and we don't get to see sports center until 12 midnight so great job by the ESPN crew on having the games a little earlier which is at 7 now um we play the Braves tonight we play a three game series with the Phillies um I believe it's a Monday I believe it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm not sure. And then they open up a three-game series at uh, St. Louis, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, it's a tough schedule. Um, I look at the schedule game by series by series. Um, when you play the Phillies, I'm sorry, when you play Washington and then you play Washington after a Marlins series again and then you play Atlanta, and then you play Philly, and then you play St. Louis. That is a brutal schedule. And the fact that the Mets are in first place is a pretty good accomplishment because you don't want to – you don't want to – you don't win the division in April, but you can you can lose the division in April. And the Mets being in first place is a testament on how good this offense is right now. Um, I think – see, Harper is just so good – I think the Mets will get one out of the three because we're going to Philly, and you know Harper's going to want to prove a point. I hate watching Harper uh, play the Mets. Uh, I like watching Harper when he's not playing the Mets because I think he's a fantastic player. He's a very hard worker in in the field, and he plays 110%. I like his game, but I hate the fact that he's in the NL East. Um, I think the Mets are going to get embarrassed one of these games because always, they always go to Philly and get embarrassed that one game. Um, I think they're going to get embarrassed one game, but I think the Mets are not going to get swept. They're going to get at least one of these games in Philly. And then we go to St. Louis. St. Louis is tougher than you think, guys. Uh, I think it might be a disaster going over to St. Louis, but we'll see. The Mets, the Mets might surprise me and get a couple couple games out of it in St. Louis, but I'm predicting the Mets isn't going to only get one. I, I know I'm a bad Mets fan, am I? I'm not. I hate being negative, but I just feel that the Mets are only going to get one out of these next um, these next uh, six games, six, seven games. Uh, so, if you have any questions, you can call contact me at ATLWR14. This is Mr. Lewis, New York Sports 101 new podcast and we'll check you sometime next week and we'll cover the games that the Mets are going to have this week. Good luck to the New York Mets. See you later.